in case you missed it on Newsbreak. The study found that in the cohort of women that received the COVID vaccination in comparison to the cohort were unvaccinated, there was an increase in cycle length of less than one day, and that was true for both the first and second dose of the vaccine. Although this change was statistically significant, we have to caution the listeners that it was not clinically significant because a clinical change in cycle length is regarded as a change of eight days or more. Furthermore, the study found that this change in cycle length was not persistent. It was temporary, and the last very important finding of the study was that the duration or the length of menstruation was not different between the two groups. You did mention that the CGE might have misinterpreted uh, the findings of that study. With that said, does those findings actually reiterate SASOG's stance now? Absolutely. If the commission read the article and, and read the discussion, and especially in the conclusions, the authors concluded to say that the findings of this study is actually very reassuring to show that the vaccine does not have a meaningful impact in alteration of menstrual cycle length nor on, on the length of, of menstruation. So we found it quite surprising for them to use that to support their, their argument. And our concern is that putting out this statement will actually increase vaccine hesitancy. On that point, doctor, studies show that the risk, as you're saying, for critical illness due to COVID-19 is much higher for pregnant than non-pregnant women. So this is definitely why your organization are now urging both new mothers and mothers-to-be to get the jab. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that is our concern, that, that this group of women might now uh, think twice before they get vaccinated. And we can further reassure women because women in that age group might also have concerns about the effect of the vaccine on, on, on their fertility and also on the possible effects of the vaccine on, on the unborn babies. Doctor, everyone has their own views and ideals, but for those ladies maybe listening into this interview now who might still be uncertain about the risks associated with COVID-19 vaccination, we have to respect that. But what steps can they then take? Bringing out our statement, we are not disregarding the concerns that women might have. Neither do we disregard the fact that uh, patients should uh, have autonomy and in their decisions about taking the vaccine or not. What I do want to suggest or recommend to women who are unsure about whether they should have the vaccine is to speak to their healthcare worker, those who who have a gynecologist looking after them um, in their pregnancy, speak to the gynecologist and and get get the correct information to reassure them. Meanwhile, the Department of Health has also issued a statement reaffirming the safety of the COVID-19 vaccine for women of a reproductive age. It says it will continue to engage with the Commission for Gender Equality, or CGE, on the matter. Genevieve Lanka reports.
In a statement, the Department of Health says they note with concern the public statements made by individuals and stakeholders, including the Commission for Gender Equality. The statement says that the department respects the freedom of expression by any individual or organization as enshrined in the Constitution of the Republic. However, the department believes such freedom should be exercised responsibly to impart information or ideas to empower people to make well-informed health choices during these difficult times. The department says that it is concerning that the statement released by the CGE on menstrual irregularities associated with COVID-19 vaccines appear to have been done so without consultation with any expert institutions. It says the CGE statement had not considered all available evidence and the substantial benefit associated with vaccinating women of reproductive age and pregnant women. The department says the minister is advised by committees of highly qualified scientists and clinicians, including the Ministerial Advisory Committee on Vaccines and the National Immunization Safety Expert Committee, whose mandate entails reviewing vaccine safety data and make recommendations on safe vaccine use. The department says it will remain open and accessible to any individual, public or private organizations to discuss any concerns, recommendations and inputs they have around the COVID-19 vaccine and will also be engaging with the CGE further on the matter. For Newsbreak, I'm Genevieve Lanka. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.